denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. These five words are more than just words. They are stages of grief. Most people don't realize that they go through these stages, but we all do. It just happens in different ways. Hello, and welcome to Dash Podcast. My name is Matt, and I will be your host for this three-part mini-series called The Five Stages of Grieving. This is where I will talk about each stage and how it represents the meaning of grief, as well as my experience and others during each of these stages. The first part we will discuss today are the first two steps, denial and anger. The second part, we will be talking about bargaining and oppression. And finally, in the last part of our mini-series, we'll talk about acceptance. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram with the hashtag five stages and hashtag dash podcast. Stay tuned for some advertisements as we go into our first topic of the day. Hey guys, and welcome back to Dash Podcast, three-part mini-series, The Five Stages of Grieving. Our first stage we're going to talk about is denial, which if you look it up in the dictionary, it states the action of declaring something to be untrue. Now, this is basically what this stage is. You do not want to whoever passed away be true. You always want them to be with you. So it's still like a shock that helps us cope with it, you know? And it makes kind of us living possible. You know, it helps us pace our feelings of that grief. So you can accept the reality of the loss. And you're at this beginning of the process of healing. But as you keep on going through this process, all the feelings you're denying are going to begin to surface. You know? And and then, of course, that's just going to lead you into anger. Which is our next topic. But as we keep on going through this denial stage, I mean, when I went through it 12 years ago, I mean, hell, I'm still going through it. Here and there, it's, you know, you don't want them to be dead. You want them to always be around you, especially around your birthdays, your holidays, you know, it, it, it's... It's tough. For those of you who do not know, my parents have been gone for 12 years. I was 16. My mom of cancer and my dad of a heart attack. But my family and I believe it was a broken heart. So I founded this nonprofit called Page Boys Foundation, Inc., um, which helped me create Dash Podcast which is a reason why I'm doing this series. 
I'd like to show the importance of togetherness with this podcast and the nonprofit. But with this series that I'm doing right now, it's to show awareness of children grieving. And not just children, though. Everybody. Everybody grieves. And all these stages here, it's... It's... Can be very overwhelming. And so, I'm going to break these down and explain it for everybody. I'm going to have other people chime in that have gone through this process. Maybe not anybody, everyone knows. These would be people close to me. Because as this podcast is starting out, I'm going to try to get better people. If you're out here listening to this series, I would like people to chime in on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or whatever with the hashtag five stages. I feel this is all I could really talk about denial for the moment. Um, so please stay tuned for our next topic, which would be anger. For now, here's an ad. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dash Podcast, three-part mini-series, Five Stages of Grieving. Thanks for all that are still listening. Here is stage two. Anger. Anger is necessary for the healing process. You're, you're mad that they've passed away. You're just going out of that denial that, hey, they're actually gone. What the... Why? And it's going to seem very endless. The more you truly feel it, the more it will begin to dissipate and the more you will heal, the better you'll heal. There are many other emotions under anger and you will get to them in time, but anger is the emotion we are most used to managing. Some better than others. The truth is that anger has no limits. It can extend not only to your friends, the doctors, your family, yourself, your loved one who died. If you're religious, maybe God. You may ask, where is God in this? Underneath anger is pain. Your pain. It is natural to feel deserted, abandoned. But we live in a society that fears anger. Its strength can be an anchor, giving temporary structure to the nothingness of loss. So, you know, at first grief feels like like make like you're lost at sea. No connection to anything. Then you get angry at someone 
maybe a person who didn't attend the funeral, a person who isn't around, maybe a per- different now that you loved one has died. You know, suddenly you have a structure. Your anger is towards them. Now, this this anger becomes a bridge over the open sea. You know, so like a connection from you to them. It is something to hold on to. And a connection made from the strength of anger feels better than nothing, right? I mean, we usually know more about suppressing anger than feeling it. The anger is just another indication of intensity of your love. You know, so like, like I kind of felt to, to, to make this seem more relatable, I guess. I personally felt like this towards my sister-in-law. So I lived with my brother and sister-in-law right when my parents had passed away for a good eight years, I want to say. I don't remember how long it was. (laughs) Um, But I felt this anger always towards her and never anybody else. So that, I public apologize. But I was just always angry towards her. She did this. She did that, you know? And now growing up, I feel bad, yes. But that was part of my stages of grief. So, yeah. (laughs) Sorry about that. Um, On that note, you will always feel anger. I mean... No matter what it is, you're gonna always, you're gonna grow. You're gonna go out of these five stages that we're gonna talk about. But you're always gonna feel anger that your loved one passed. That's never gonna go away. You're just gonna want to hold it. You're gonna. You're gonna want to express it. Yes, but. You can't put blame on anybody. They're in a better place regardless of how they've passed. You have their memory. And and, and sometimes like with this anger, I know people who listen to music to suppress their anger. They listen to... They do yoga. They do... A bunch of things to distract their mind and that that's something a lot of people need to start doing I mean right outside of grieving yes but talking with just talking about it I mean come on man <laughs> but I guess that's all I really have for the anger portion of this um, again if you would love to participate Please go on Twitter, your Facebook, your Instagram, whatever, with the hashtag five stages and hashtag dash podcast. Hey 
Hey guys, sorry for interrupting. Um, thank you for listening to Dash Podcast. We would like to thank Page Boys Foundation, Inc. for sponsoring us. Without them, this podcast would not be possible. Um, please help them as they adopt a classroom here in Lee County, Florida um, by donating at pageboysfoundation.risley.com. Every cent counts. They'll be donating supplies, books, field trips, Kleenex, all that fun stuff. To find out more information, go to pageboysfoundationinc.org. Now, let's go back. Thanks for listening, guys. That's the end of the first part of the three-part Five Stages of Grieving series. Please connect with us on all social media at Dash Podcast or at Page Boys Foundation, Inc. That's Page Boys, F-D-N-I-N-C. Join us next time as we discuss bargaining in depression. Sometimes grief does not go away. You may find yourself stuck in a stage of grief, such as the bargaining stage, and feel yourself slipping further and further into the sadness that accompanies grief. The bargaining stage often includes feelings of guilt and remorse that can quickly lead to depression. Though also a natural stage of grieving, depression can become a serious disorder requiring professional intervention. According to the University of Maryland Medical Center, grief lasting more than two months and interfering with daily life may be a sign of major depression. If feelings of grief turn to thoughts of suicide, hopelessness, or worthlessness, and an inability to function at home, work, or school, seek professional help immediately or call 911. Page Boys Foundation, Inc. and Dash Podcast are not medical professions.